Hello, welcome or welcome back to Ramble On With Ella and today I'm going to be talking about, well this is part one, part one of my favourite vinyls that I own. I, um, the intro music is starting to annoy me because it doesn't really fit like the theme of the podcast but it was the only kind of decent um, copyright free song that I could find so we're just going to have to deal with that for now but also to start off with this has nothing to do with today's episode but I just wanted to talk to you guys about Pam and Tommy um, it's on Disney Plus in the UK personally I did not like it I watched it, um, I watched one and a bit episodes and I couldn't get through the second one. I personally thought it was so cringeworthy and I didn't really like it. Um, but then the other night I watched the first three episodes. I think another one's come out. I've not seen that yet. And, you know, I, I watched, I finished um, like the second one and I watched the third one. I understand the idea and the concept, but at the same time, it is quite cringe. Like, I just, I don't think I could watch it and really be focused on it because I was just, I kept going on my phone and everything because I don't know. But um, before I begin to talk about my favourite vinyls, I'm going off topic from Pam and Tommy now. Um, but if you want to tell me your opinions on on um, Pam and Tommy, then um, go to my TikTok and if you're new um, to listening to my podcast, my TikTok is wannabe rock and roller. So like wannabe rock and then the letter N, roller. Um, but as I was saying before, I begin to talk about my favourite vinyls of all time, which I own. I don't know if I already mentioned this last week, but I bought a Radio Gaga single from an Emporium for £1. So that was a bit of a steal. And then I played it the other night, tried it out. Perfect condition. No, I mean it looked like there was a few scratches, but when I when I played it, it sounded perfectly fine, and I I, I, was so, I loved it. I was so lucky to find that. But you know, I'll start rambling on now, and I'll get into the actual episode. So I am sat here with um, six of my favourite vinyls in my hands. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off with um, the Beatles. Revolver, which was released in 1966. So I first heard this album when I was at my grandparents' house and my grandpa had it on CD. Yeah, CD. And he put it on in his CD player and I loved it. And I remember hearing the first song, which is Taxman Play. And I was like, oh my God, I've never heard this song before. And then I realised I hadn't heard many of the songs from this album before. Obviously, I'd heard Eleanor Rigby, Yellow Submarine. Um, what else? I think that could have been it. Um, this was quite a while ago, then. Um, and then for my birthday um, last year, I got it on vinyl, which I'm so, so happy about. And I think the album cover is so cool. You know, like, it's very detailed, um, I, it's I can't really explain it because it's it's in my hand and I'm I can't show you, but it's black and white. You know, you've got like the sketch, the sketches of um John, Paul, George, and Ringo, and then like the little pictures. I don't know if you if you've never seen this album cover before, then 
google it or something because it is very cool so i'd have to say my favorite song on this album is probably here there and everywhere which is a lennon mccartney song and the lead singer of the song is paul mccartney and this is probably my favorite paul mccartney on lead songs um and funny enough my favorite beatles song isn't on this album my favorite beautiful song is don't let me down which i think i mean it was a single that was released so um it could be on like an extended version of let it be because i'm pretty sure it isn't on the the let it be album um but it is on the blue album um but correct me if i'm wrong because my beatles knowledge is not the best it's not where i'm specialized in but as I was saying, I think the album as a whole, I think the whole vibe of the album, it really ties well together. Um, like all the songs just really fit. And I also love I'm Only Sleeping, which is um, another Lennon McCartney song. Um, and I don't know, I just I just think it's great. And John Lennon's um, lead is a lead vocalist on that. But yeah, that is my favorite one of one of my all-time favourite albums. Like, when I first heard it straight through on, um, when we were listening to the CD at my grandparents' house, I was like, oh, my God, this is this is amazing. So I'm so happy to have that in my collection. So now I'm going to move on and talk about David Bowie, Young Americans' album, so this was released in um 1975 and my favorite track on it is gonna have to be the title the title track which is young americans it just has this this certain thing about it like what did he put in this song it's amazing whenever i turn that song on similar to benny and the jets the way i feel about benny and the jets and young americans is kind of kind of the same Whenever I turn that song on, I'm instantly dancing and singing along. And I love his performance of it. He's in like a big shoulder pad suit and he's um, playing, playing guitar. Um, I just, I think it's great. And I also love his um, cover of Across the Universe on this. And, you know, obviously Fame's on this album as well. I think it's just amazing. I got this... Um, last year probably mid last year i went to um a record shop and this was actually um the first vinyl i actually bought in an actual record shop i got it from piccadilly records in town and i made my friend lauren go and do it for me because you know how they just have the sleeve out in the store and then you have to go hand it in and they get it from i don't know i don't know what it's called like um I don't know but they you know what I mean if you've ever been to a, a record store and you've had to do that I didn't know what I was doing and I was too anxious so I made my friend Lauren go and do it and then I tried to play it on my Crosley record player but it didn't work because little did I know that that record player was broken so thank god it didn't scratch it or anything because I would have been so upset and I don't know if this is because obviously this is a re-release it's not an original but the actual sleeve has this like really like strange texture to it but it's it's quite nice at the same time um but i don't know if they did that on the original ones i'm, I'm assuming they didn't but still i think it i think it adds to it i think this was um also was this um 
before Station to Station, the album before Station to Station. I think it was. So I think this was like um, Thin White Duke era, or maybe just before it. So this was probably in, in his cocaine addiction when he was um, writing this album. But also, Station to Station is one of my favourite albums. I don't have that on vinyl, but he doesn't remember writing anything from that album. That's what that's what I heard. I feel like I say all these facts and I'm so worried that they're not actually true. So if I do say anything that isn't correct, then please um, correct me or anything. So, yeah, I'm assuming this was either just as Thin White Duke era started. And for anyone who's not a Bowie fan... David Bowie had different personalities. People called him, like, a chameleon and whatever. So, obviously, there was Ziggy Stardust and there's Thin White Duke and there's um, Aladdin Sane. But, um, yeah. So, that is also one of my favourite albums of all time. So, now, I'm going to talk about Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I feel like this is a very basic choice. But basic is good. And there's a reason why it's so popular. Do you know what I mean? So this was released in 1973. It's by Elton John, if you didn't know. And this has my favourite song of all time on it, which is, if, if you've not already heard me mention it about a thousand times, it is Benny and the Jets. So this is um, like a, a double LP um, like album. So there's, um, you know, obviously you've got... LP with size one and two, and then you've got your your second one with size three and four. So, it's, oh, such a good album. Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting's on it. Social disease, social disease, and Sweet Painted Lady are two of the most underrated Elton John songs ever. And obviously, Candle in the Wind's on there. And it just it's just there's not one skip on this album. It's just so so good. Oh, and the one I've got, which sadly isn't original, an original, it's one of the vinyls which opens up, and the artwork inside this is just incredible. There's just like there's loads of drawings, and for Candle in the Wind, there's a picture of Marilyn Monroe. I wish I could like show you, because I'm not very good at describing things. Um, and then because by so you know when vinyls how it has the lyrics so this vinyl opens up where um, the lyrics are and next to each song has a corresponding picture and cartoon to it so um for benny and the jets there's um there's there's three people playing guitar um for goodbye yellow brick road there's just like a yellow brick road and it's like a drawing it's really pretty candle in the wind as i said marilyn monroe um Sweet Painted Lady, which is um, um, it's kind of about like a, I'd say like a prostitute, but maybe an escort or whatever. Um, so and there's like a, a lady with, I, I don't know how to describe it, but there's there is a lady by Sweet Painted Lady, um, and for Saturday Nights All Right for Fighting, which I think describes the song perfectly it's like in a tattoo just imagine a really british 50 60 year old huge football fan beer drinking man imagine a tattoo they'd have 
and it says Saturday Night's Alright Fighting, and there's two dice next to it. So, there's, I just, I just love it. The the detail in this album is really good. Um, so yeah, also, very dark story about um, a song on here. Um, the song All the Girls Love Alice. Um, it's they basically there's a lyric in the song. It's like they found her in the subway dead. Um, it's about a 15 year old, um, and just about this this girl who is into experimenting with women. I'd say, but you should listen to that song because that is also very underrated and it's it's quite a dark song. Even though it's upbeat, it's kind of like um. I think I'm going to kill myself at Elton John. Bernie definitely did not have that melody in mind when he was writing that song. Because if you didn't know, Bernie Taupin writes the lyrics. Well, for most and many of Elton's songs. And then Elton, you know, writes the tune and writes, you know, Benny and the Jets, you know, the, the classic piano tune. Dun, 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 dun. So, I'm I'm assuming for um, I think I'm gonna kill myself. Um, Bernie was not imagining Elton to write that melody. Okay, so that I, I'm saying this after every album I introduce. I mean, I've finished just finished talking about it's one of my favorite albums ever. But these are all my favorite albums ever. Okay, so now moving on to Sheer Heart Attack by Queen, which was released in 1974. And I'm pretty sure this is an original. I got this for Christmas. And this album contains Killer Queen, Lily of the Valley, Now I'm Here, In the Lap of the Gods, Misfire. Um, and one of my personal favourite songs ever, Tenement Funster. When I went to see Roger Taylor perform live, he performed Tenement Funster, which I don't think he's performed live in so many years. And it was his second song on his set list. And when I heard it, when I just heard it, I just, I, didn't, I, I was like, I can die now and be happy. Because it's just oh, amazing. I just, I just love that song. Um, but my favourite song from this album is either... Either Tenement Funster or Killer Queen, obviously. But In the Laugh of the Gods is perfect, and especially the Live at the Rainbow version. I always sing that with um, my friend Joel in school, and we always try and hit Roger's high note in, in the live version. It's just incredible. I really recommend to go listen to the, the Live at the Rainbow version in the Laugh of the Gods if you haven't already heard it. But yeah, I'm so happy I got this for Christmas. It's been on my list for a long, long, long time. And the album cover is so cool. And um, I've heard that apparently all the Queen members had to smother themselves in Vaseline so they get that that um, glowy yet slightly sweaty look on the the album cover. And um, Roger's looking quite nice in it. <laughs> so, another... Well, the fifth one of um, the albums that I'm going to be talking about is Moody Blue by Elvis Presley. So the one I'm holding is, you know, a blue transparent version. I got this 
not my last birthday but the birthday before this was his last album release like his actual album not like a sorry i was just banged something then not a compilation like it's an, an actual album and um some of it was um actually recorded in graceland which is elvis's home in memphis in the jungle room which if you want to go to graceland and you want to go visit you can actually go inside the jungle room i'm pretty sure so you can see where elvis recorded his last album in 1977 i again this album has no skips my favorite song is moody blue and i've been told that it does describe me by multiple people <laughs> I just, oh, I remember when I first heard that song, when I was first getting into Elvis, I was like, wow, I really resonate with this song. But, you know, some honourable mentions are his cover of The Righteous Brothers' Unchained Melody. That was performed live on tour in one of his last concerts ever. Um, if You Love Me, Let Me Know. And Way Down. They're some of my, um, my personal favourites, but... Oh. This album is so good. And, you know, what a way to to go out. That sounds awful. But, you know what? With a lot of... I don't know. With a, He died very young. He died at 42. Um, but with, you know, a lot of singers who get older, the last albums aren't very memorable. Which sounds awful. But they're not. Whereas this one, this is my all-time favorite Elvis album um I think it's just oh, and I love him if the only way to describe this album cover is 70s so at the top it says Elvis and it's in like a really like it's like in a 3d um yellow to orangey red gradient it's just really 70s oh. I just love it. It's a really pretty, simplistic album cover. I love it. But now, I thought I'd add something a bit more modern in here. And when I say a bit, I mean very, very um, modern. But it is by Roger Taylor and it was released um, towards the end of last year. And it is outside of by Roger Taylor. This album, oh my God. I love it so much. It's incredible. So my favourite song on here... Hmm... It's probably More Kicks. But also, I do love absolutely anything. And I know, I know, I know. An outsider... Oh, whenever... Oh my god, that was just me going like that on the back of the album. On the back of the vinyl. Um... I, whenever I've had an awful day, I put on the, the Outsider. It's just so good. So I love... More Kicks is probably my favourite song because when I was listening to the album the whole way through for the first time, obviously I'd heard a few songs already because he had released Isolation towards the beginning of the year. He'd um, A few other songs, Gangsters Are Running This World, but there's, there's two versions of Gangsters Are Running This World on this album. I prefer the original one personally um but um as i was saying i think more kicks i love that so much because i really liked how um he kept to his rock roots like that sounds like something that roger in the 70s or 80s would write and i just love that it just 
it felt really special to me when he performed it live and then he did a drum solo towards the end. It was brilliant. But also, on We're All Just Trying to Get By, which is uh, the sixth song of the album, Katie, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Katie Turnstall, she sings Suddenly I See. It was in a lot of, like, early two, not yet yeah, early 2000s, like, um, as you'd call them, chick flicks. Um, it was released in 2004, that song. So if you if you go listen to that on Spotify, you'll, you'll definitely recognise it. And also the artwork of this album, I'm pretty sure that one of his daughters did this. And I think it's really, because this album was, you know, a lot of it was written in lockdown in Cornwall, I'm pretty sure. I think it's just a picture of of just like a a man on the top of like a cliff just looking out into the distance and just alone and I think that represents how a lot of people felt in lockdown but they're also re-releasing this album in a limited edition with like a a picture you know like a picture vinyl with like a picture of Roger on one side and then there's a limited edition like artwork piece by I think it's um we, I don't remember which daughter it is who does the artwork but it's it's really pretty and really simplistic. But also going back on about how Roger sticks to his rock roots, I feel like many classic rock singers haven't. And I don't want to shade Elton, but I'm going to have to, in particular, Elton. The only song I like on the lockdown sessions is, well, Tim, Cold Heart, because that's just a mixture of a remix of four of Elton's songs, so how could I not like it? And then the one with Stevie Wonder, but I don't even know what it's called because I don't I don't listen to the lockdown sessions because it's not my style. And you know what? If Elton's developed his like how he wants to, you know, write his songs and his music, that's him, that's his career. But this is just me sitting at home and kind of judging it, being like, oh, why can't you be like ABBA? Because ABBA Voyage, that was released last year as well. I felt like they stuck to what they, they've always been good at. I like that Elton's, you know, kind of trying something new. It's already new. He's done this for, like, his past couple albums, I think. Personally, I'm not a fan of it. But I did get sent... Um, a cassette from his website when I didn't order anything from his website it just got sent it's like a purple cassette and I don't even have like anything to play cassettes on so maybe if I get myself like a little like 80s like cassette player then I'll, I'll listen to it and it will grow on me a bit more and we'll have to see him maybe I'll do um a nice review on the lockdown sessions personally right now it's not my cup of tea but I can understand why people who don't really like classic rock or anything, but they've heard of Elton John, would listen to that album and like it. I know some of my friends like the the Charlie Puth song with him um, because it does appeal more to, like, the younger generations um, and to people who have never, like, really deeply listened to Elton. Or even if they have, maybe their music taste is just more, like, versatile, whereas I'm not... I kind of stick to the rock genre um, quite a bit. I mean, obviously, as I said, I do like my Lady Gaga and I do like Lana Del Rey and stuff, but 
Um, I don't know. Personally, it's not for me, but I can understand why others do like it because it does fit with like 2022 music that you'd hear on like radio stations and whatever. But personally, I just I can't listen to it the whole way through. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope I didn't bore you. Um, because this wasn't really a discussion, this was just me talking about my personal favourites. Um, let me know if you preferred this or not. Yeah, again, you can um, go to my TikTok, which is wannabe rock and roller, and leave a comment or DM me saying whether you preferred this or didn't like it as much. Or if you're one of my friends, I forced to listen to this, then you, you just message me. Or if you're one of my family members, which I also forced to listen to this, and tell me which ones that you preferred, because this is actually me just rambling on about things that I love, whereas the other things I'm i'm talking about things that i also love but i'm not rambling on as much per se because it's more structured because it's a topic and i I need to know what points i'm going to say whereas for this i've not had any pauses i've not stopped the recording and then had to do other stuff because i just kind of i had them all here and i knew what i was going to say about them all but thank you so much for listening and also sadly next week and i don't think the week after either there's not going to be an episode for two weeks because I'm away. So unfortunately, I cannot take my laptop and my microphone and all of that stuff um, on holiday with me. But thank you so much. And I will see you in two weeks time.